Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture lifestyles and share stories of inspiring people that bring motivation, knowledge, and entertainment to our community. Life is good. Let's get started. Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm your host, Rick Scotch, on the Scotch Parlor podcast. Today, we're here with entrepreneur Mark Keller, co-founder of Brew Hole Brewery. I want to, first of all, say thank you so much for your time and your story. I truly appreciate that, Mark. And before I pass it on to you, I just want to kind of give a brief background on what Brew Hole Brewery is all about. I know you guys, you established in 2014 in Benicia, California. Correct. And it's you guys established a group of guys, including you, that just, you know, you had a love for beer. And you guys are really, really, really great at brewing award-winning beer. So that's kind of where it all starts. And as far as you also mentioned that there was about, you guys started with four beers and now you guys are up to 27 different beers. And you guys got a tap room open back in 2017 and you guys are continuing to grow. And with that, before I, you know, we dive deeper into Brujo Brewery, I want to let you give your introduction, get a little bit more personal as far as so people can get an idea of who you are and, you know, start basic as far as like where you're from, originally from, where, where you're living now, anything about your family, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. Well, th- thanks for coming out. It's a pleasure having you here. Brewhole Brewing is uh, very interesting. It's, you know, we're four home brewers that have just a lot of independent experience in the industry, helping other breweries and seeing other breweries, Speakeasy Brewing Company in San Francisco, you know, watching these guys get started and watching their path to success, Ale Industries, Morgan Cox, um, Blue Frog, EJ Fair in uh, Pittsburgh and Concord, and Heretic Brewing Company. There's all these great brewers around us, pioneers that have paved the way for us. And looking up to these guys, we were sitting at the Northern California Homebrewers Festival. We had, at this point, built a trailer with a refrigerated ac unit on you know on this thing and we're serving our beers cold lagers we're known as the lager guys and i looked at my buddies and i i said hey uh steve northcutt how do you like how do you like that plumbing job pretty <laughs> shitty huh <laughs> you know mark i was, I was teaching for uh, the you know the Blue unified school district so i'm huh. sure it's tough too you know i'm i'm the it guy and after inshoring, offshoring, getting laid off here and there, I looked at our other buddy, Jared Hope, and, you know, how do you, how do you, how's the sanitation? You know? <laughs> so we, at that point, I, I planted the seed. You know, what do, how would you guys like to go into starting our own brewery? You know, we, we've all seen our friends do it, and we make beers that are better than a lot of commercial beers out there. And at that point, we all stepped, stepped away, went home, and... Um, just for shits and giggles, I applied for the name, the LLC. That's cool. And we got it. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. So that's kind of like the beginning of the seed and that harvested to now what Brewhole Brewery is all about. That's cool. So as far as you as an entrepreneur, well, actually, let's go back to the, where are you originally from? Venetia, here in Venetia. Okay, cool. So you, so because I know when you guys check out the website, they do a great aspect of like history of Venetia Brewery. So you're born and raised in Venetia. Well, have you done any entrepreneur ventures prior to this? Never. Cool. All right. So this is all right. First one. All right. As you've been building this, 
have you found out as an entrepreneur? Like, I mean, do you find it, you find it in your blood now? Like you're like, okay, cool. Absolutely. If I could, I would start up another business after another business after another business. It's really exciting. Okay. You know, yeah. There's a lot of challenges, mm-hmm. but when you accomplish those challenges and you move on to the next goal, you know, you face that next goal and you're looking back and you're like, wow, I've actually knocked down all of those challenges and all of those goals. I'm motivated to push even harder. See, that's cool. That's cool. And that's, that's, that's the true thing of being an entrepreneur, right? Like, and you actually look back at your, what you've accomplished and you're like, if you, and your regular nine to five job, you're very systematic as far as this is your job, this is what you do. But as an entrepreneur, you deal with all aspects of the business because your name's on it, your brand's on it and everything like that. And, and you've experienced that. And that's, that's, that's what gets our blood going as entrepreneurs, as founders to make our businesses happen. So then as far as I know you, we started talking about brewery, the, the beginning story. So why don't we actually kind of talk about so you planted the seed that night. Everyone kind of thought about it. You got the LLC name. What was the next step as far as how it actually got started? Where to start? Three of us were from Vallejo. And at that point, I was also living in Vallejo. We knew that Vallejo was really suffering as far as business and, and growth. And so we thought, you know what? Let's bring this business to Vallejo. But as small as we were... There just wasn't the locations that we were picking that we could afford Mm -hmm. just weren't zoned correctly for us to succeed there. So um, there will be future opportunities for us to go back. Uh Uh, But we look to our family, my family here in Benicia. Uh They they by chance had a 500 square foot detached back garage, which fell into a a location that we could use for the business to start out. And so after a year there, another opportunity presented itself. Actually, I'm sorry, six months, six six short months. Okay. A business owner came to us and offered us a great start at a warehouse, no rent for the first year. Or discounted rent for the next, you know, following six months after that until we became established. Okay, And cool. so as of June 21st of 2018, we've been there for a year now. All right. So, all right. So then that's kind of, that's how it, uh, where you guys are now. And you guys, and we, I mentioned that, so you guys started in the detached garage. Then in 2017, you guys started, you guys have the tap room. So now actually you can have customers come in. And Both locations work. going at the same time. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. And then as far as um, through that whole process since, I mean, I guess since 2014, as a business owner, entrepreneur, I believe, you know, always learn as you go, right? So, you know, every day is a different day. We're, we're always trying to expand and what has been your biggest learning experience as a business owner? Business is going to grow. Mm-hmm. And we knew that from the beginning, but we didn't anticipate exactly how fast. Now, if we quickly run through the pace at which we've grown, we started out in a detached back garage. Less than six months, we were approached by another business owner. So we're now holding down one location, self-distributing, while we're building a second location, we get that second location in just a year, we've outgrown the 1,800 square feet that it presents us with. Uh-huh. We're starting a third 
We started a third location, alternating proprietorship at Epidemic Ales. We put our one of our 10-barrel fermenters in their warehouse. We came up with a mutual agreement so that after 25 brews on it, they own it, and it's going to help them grow. Cool. It's going to help. This opportunity helps us grow, and it helps us get our product out to the community and keep up with the demand that we're that's cool. So like, so in essence, I mean, you've learned how to manage growth. I mean, in this short, I mean, really quickly, short time. We're getting better at it. <laughs> You're getting better at it. All right. <laughs> as always learning as you go. Right. So then uh, on the flip side, just because you do have an awesome business, what have you learned as a brewmaster? Oh, wow. <laughs> IPAs. Okay. Everybody wants IPAs. All you know, right. We're, we're brew hole means uh, brewing in a hole in the wall. There's an umlaut over the that U. That is awesome. That is cool. Kind of, you know, centers on our German heritage. Uh-huh. And we started making German lagers and pilsners and martzens and, you know, just really focusing on the unique German style beers that uh, originate from our, you know, from Germany. And Okay. So the beers that we've really fallen in love with as home brewers and done excessively, extremely well uh-huh. uh, making them. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but as we learned, people want those IPAs. Yeah, all right. So IPAs no matter what, huh? It's tough when you see somebody come in the door, uh-huh. look at your menu, and you've got everything up there but an IPA, and they walk out. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So you need to have the IPA. I mean, and I am an IPA fan. And I had the, what was it? The second one was the, um, was it a Pilsner? Maritime Pale Ale. That one was extremely good. Like that one, like it had such a distinct taste and flavors of your beers was just a very, you guys have to try this. You have to try these beers. So then with that, you probably already kind of had it because you kind of, you brightened up when you were talking about it. But what's the coolest thing? Or the thing that you love about owning the brewery? Oh, man. It's an <laughs> opportunity to share our passion with with everybody else out there. Yeah. You know, getting being able to, to talk with people and learn about what they like. And you know what? Maybe something, maybe the beers that we make, they don't like, you know, they're not into all of them. Uh-huh. But there's so many amazing breweries around us. Okay, you know, that's cool. You know, we've got... Del Cielo Brewing Company and Martinez. Uh-huh. Uh, Luis is making some amazing beers. We've got Jason Ledford that just opened up True Symmetry in Sassoon. Uh-huh. Okay. Another amazing brewer. And uh, Epidemic Ales in Concord. And these, yeah. these guys are centered right here around us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, do you find, because I know in the, uh, the creative world aspect of it, where creatives are very, you're able to like, learn from them they're willing to help willing to to show you the ropes do you find that in the brewing community as far as like everyone's like out there like let's just make a really good beer and they do it together kind of thing absolutely there's collaboration there's there's partnering you know jason ledford for example up at sassoon uh true symmetry our anniversaries fall on the same day so we're going to start getting together and do that's an, cool. an anniversary brew that's cool. Um, uh, that's cool. We share so collabs. Exactly. <laughs> Epidemic uh-huh. you know, giving us the chance to partner with them. Napa Smith. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention Napa Smith. They're our neighbors as well, and always so helpful to you know loan people, loan loan each other yeast. Uh, 
huh. give each other ingredients, you know, just help each other out. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, collaboration. So then if someone came in and said to you, I'm wanting to start a brewery or I mean, even to the basic thing, I'm looking to start a business. And being that, you know, you, you've had this business for the last you know few years and you've learned a lot. What piece of advice would you give them? Location. Pick a good location. Okay. And plan for growth. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, your location, you, you find a spot with good traffic, it's going to do ex- extremely well. And your growth is, is going to, you're always going to grow. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're seeing it month to month. We're growing so rapidly. Now, now we're starting this this new tap room, brewery. Yeah. Consolidating everything into this new 5,500 square foot location. The deck overlooking Mount Diablo and the Carquina Straits. That's cool. Um, music, you know, it's just going to be an amazing place to to bring the family. See, and we're talking about growth. He, you're coming from an eighteen hundred, you said eighteen hundred square foot usable space to fifty five hundred square foot. So if that's not showing you growth, that's that's growth right there. So then, what is going to be your next move? I mean, in essence, you kind of talked about that, but. If we want to even go further, since you kind of talked about what's your end goal, not end goal, or what do you, what's your goal with the business? Uh, we'd like to build out this location. This is the location that the spot that we've been looking for. It has the view of our community. It has the space that we need to grow. It has a landlord that's a very a healthy supporter of what we're trying to do and has uh, created a lease agreement. Uh, it's a, essentially a, a roadmap to success. Cool. This is what he's laid out for us. That's cool. So to get this get this place popping, this fifty five hundred square foot place popping. That's cool. That's cool. So the other thing is beyond the business aspect, there's the enjoyment of life, and that's what we kind of we focus on as at Scotch Parlor as well. One of the aspects of why we do what we do is I created the acronym WIDWID, and what it is all about is why I do what I do, and it's basically what's your inspiration? Why did you choose to do this? This is, brewing has been a, a passion of my father's and mine. So since I was 15, I was helping him out, uh, spending time with him on the weekends at his, his buddy's places, brewing with him and going to speakeasy, watching, you know, watching these three entrepreneurs come together and um, build this amazing you know, brewery. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, wow. It's been an incredible passion to get into commercial brewing. Uh-huh. And one day, you know, I'm sitting up there at the Northern California Home Brewers Festival, and it just felt right. You know, and that's when I looked at those guys and I popped it, popped the question. <laughs> you popped the question. <laughs> With a toast. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So then as far as, so mean that you, obviously it takes a lot of your hours of the day and you're dealing with the growth of your brewery and, and just dealing with all the systematics of everything. What do you do to re-energize yourself? I mean, in more so like hobbies, outlets, creative outlets that you do just to kind of um, get your mind to reset in essence. Strangely enough, I, I like working, mm. um, <laughs> but the work that I I put my energy towards is milling more countertops and tabletops. Uh-huh. So when we first started the the tap room, we were quoted some outrageous numbers for the countertops and bar tops. Me being a woodworker, you know, by passion and and just for fun, I have access to 
so many trees, fallen trees, different, you know, cypress, redwood, oak, black walnut. I bought a sawmill. <laughs> and um, now I've got two sawmills and we continue to make amazing bar tops and tables. All of our wood is all natural, live edge, timber, coastal cypress. And then that allows us to donate wood also to our community, to our police officers association, uh-huh. uh, to the Benicia Middle School, to the Benicia High School. Our donations go out and help generate funds at auctions for our community. So it's maybe we're not able to do donations, beer donations all the time because uh-huh, uh-huh. we're so small. Yeah. But we've actually found something that you can give wood. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Taylor, that's cool. That's yeah, awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. No, that's cool. So then as far as staying motivated, and especially as, you know, because of the fact that you have started this business in 2014 and you weren't, and that was kind of, this has been your first venture. What have you used as an outlet to, to motivate yourself? Maybe podcasts. <laughs> we talked about YouTube University. <laughs> Do you use anything? Do you, as far as books or anything like that? I love listening to, so like the Brewers Network podcast, listening to other entrepreneurs, Definitely like getting out there and spending time with the brewers and the yeah. owners, you know, talking with people. We're the only ones that uh, have fallen, hit our heads, got back up, and pushed forward. And okay. it's inspiring when another business owner can lean on you and you know, give you some advice and help you help you pick yourself back up and keep moving on with your, your journey. Yeah, being tenacious. And it's awesome. So the, as far as – this has always been an interest to me, like – when I'm on like Sundays, like my whole thing is like I get to spend time with my wife, my my two sons. And so I kind of had the idea of like, so I wonder what like you know, other entrepreneurs, because we always say, oh, work, 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 work. We're always never not working. But really, I mean, we do take that day of rest. May it be Sunday. I just generally say it's Sunday. But what is your Sunday like or whatever day you have that one day off if it's every two weeks or whatever it may be. But what is your Sunday like? Uh, typically working. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I have to force myself to take a vacation, and okay. that's coming up in April of uh, <laughs> next year. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you're typically working on your Sundays. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got to see this new location for sure. The permits and I see it through, and I fear you know it's all it's tough. Yeah, I'm tough on myself. I I feel like if I'm sitting around watching TV, then I'm not putting that time and energy into making sure that the business is moving forward. Very true. Very and true. There's a lot of permits. There's a lot of planning right now. Yeah. So, yeah. I do catch myself falling asleep sometime in front of the, you know, in front of the paperwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, paperwork can can be boring. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So no, I mean, in in essence, it may be like as of right now because you're building. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, you're you're you know since 2014, but you're still building and growing, and you need to be able to that every single. You almost feel guilty for like spending your time on something else, right? Like it's like ah, I gotta be focused on continuing growth, and and it's not even being focused because there's just so much work to do. Yeah, (laughs) it's not like it's like yeah, I gotta get to it. (laughs) So then. Um, I know, so you are a brewery, so this might be an odd question, but actually it's going to be two forms of questions. It's still alcohol related. What's your favorite beer that you serve, that you love? Oh gosh, our Vienna lager is amazing. 
If we don't have a Martin on tap, our Vienna Lager is is my number one. All right, all right. I like Oktoberfest, so fast beers gotcha. are a treat. Uh-huh. Uh, but our Vienna Lager is so crisp, and it's got a nice, gentle maltiness to it that that's just well, very well-rounded and, and crisp and refreshing. Sweet, all right. So this is – and this is the part that's going to be the odd part because I'm going to talk about hard liquor. <laughs> when you're not drinking beer – I mean, I'm assuming you – do you drink hard liquor? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's what, what is your cocktail of choice? Uh, it's a maker's mark and soda water. All right, uh, there you go. Or if it's a, if I've got a good scotch, uh-huh. you know, a single malt. That's your go-to. Uh, All right. Yeah, I like uh, I like Johnny Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always say that uh, Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker Blue is like a hug. Yeah, yeah. Someone's just giving you a yeah, warm hug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so smooth. It is. It's crazy smooth. All right, so there you go. So then, just to kind of finish up the podcast here, and again, thank you for you know, your time and your story. I'm going to just basically say uh, a sentence with your name and just finish the sentence. Mark is? Passionate about making beer. All right. That's perfect. So then, uh, and to close it up, uh, just if, I know you got a social media account for the brewery, correct? Correct. All right. So do you have a personal social media that you use? Mark Keller on Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, Brewhole, B-R-U-E-H-O-L, uh, Brewing on Instagram as well as Facebook. All right, cool. And then we'll make sure like, on, of course, with all our Scotch Potter stories, we always have the, the link as far as to follow uh, Brujo Brewery. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your story here on the Scotch Potter podcast. And, you know, so come to Benicia and try their brewery. It's The beers are absolutely great. And uh, we didn't even talk about the fact that they're oh. award-winning. Oh, our, uh, our new brewer, David Jeremio. Has got an amazing hazy IPA coming out. All right, all right. You guys have got to try it. There's a big hazy IPA scene. The awards. So there's Mark Risto, our head brewer, uh-huh. has got a ceiling covered in medals and awards. Oh, wow. And so these recipes are identical copies of, of these recipes. So we're looking forward to getting our Brewhole brand out there to GABF in the next year. Okay. And actually putting some of those medals, some more medals on some other recipes. What is the GM? Great American Beer Festival. Okay. Okay. So that's the big awards. Okay. That's a big acclamation, uh, a big accredited uh, award for brewers in the industry. Getting your name in the books there is. uh, it's a big thing. That's yeah. it. A stamp of uh, the brewery approval. I was yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Can't say any more than that. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. So come check out the beer. All right. <laughs>